Hey everybody, Shaman Hawk here. Man, I just never thought I'd see my country get to this point. I never thought I would see the world going into a place like I used to read about in my early teens. You know, 90 years ago, there was this thing starting in Germany, you know, and it spread through, it became quite famous, started World War II. In the same country now, where it all started back then, they're going into complete lockdown. Here they are in Austria, you know, that locked down hard. They're trying to push back, but just like back then, a little too, too little, too late. Back in 2019, I was traveling Europe, and I got to go back into Eastern Europe, you know, which was all enemy territory back when I was in the Marine Corps in the early 70s. But I got to see the real scars of what I call regional DNA from too much oppression, you know, the communism. Probably the country of Georgia was the worst example. Wonderful people, but the Russians were there way too long. Their claim to fame, as one interpreter told me, was... Stalin came from here. I'm like, oh, I'll keep that a secret, you know. But now, you know, I was, like I said, back in 2019, I was traveling around in um, East and West Europe. And every country I went to, I kept telling people, you know, I can just feel this, that next year, something really big is going to happen. It's going to try and take away your freedom. And you need to really fight for that as soon as you see the earliest threat. You're going to fight for that freedom. Because without the freedom, you really don't have the peace of mind that's often needed for the real spiritual growth, the personal evolution. And growth does best unobstructed. We see that in the forest. We Growth tries, you know, we see the plant coming up through the concrete in the middle of the city, but it's that stunted growth. It's a deformed growth. It's steered by its confinement. You know, it's a, it's a struggle between the confinement and the small windows of opportunity. And that's what an oppressed people deal with. And they deal with it because they did too little too late. And we're seeing that. People now are, are experiencing what pe the old saying that the difference between a conspiracy and the truth is just a matter of time. Because now a lot of those people, you know, are looking around like, wow, all those conspiracy theorists kind of folk are, they were right. Here it is. And we're like, yep, here we are. You know, people make comments to me when I post on Instagram because I'm no longer allowed on Facebook. You know, they just... You know, yeah, I hear your message, but this other person's making a, a nicer message. I like that one better. It's in a happy place. Okay. I mean, no one has ever heard me rant and rave on any of my podcasts or uh, any lives or reels that I've done. It's just kind of like stating the facts. And they, they, they interpret it as unhappiness. No, I'm real clear. I'm happy that I did what I did in life. I'm happy that I pursued my interests. I'm happy that I really pushed for my own personal freedom. And I'm happy I made the decisions to leave things when I felt I was totally overwhelmed and wouldn't be able to put up a good fight. 
But the problem with that is you always, you always end up being cornered to make your last stand. And I'm ready for that too because I'm happy with what I did when I could do it. And that's a, a good place to be. A lot of people who did not do that are in the unhappy place of denial. And that's some place I'll never be. So what comes next? Well, we watch these lockdowns, you know. And right now, a lot of people are wanting to come to America. I'm hearing that from my European friends. Like, well, yeah, of course you do. And I don't blame you. And I wish you could. But the only way you're really going to get here is if you enter illegally from the border. You know, that's... Then you can have the red carpet treatment and, you know, gold star hotels or whatever like that and get a free plane ticket or bus ticket wherever you want to go. But if you want to be a civilized person, like you have been, you'll continue to be oppressed. But don't be confused because those people that are allowed in illegally are just another new wave of useful idiots. And they don't know it. So as I was telling people that, yeah, fight for your freedoms and pay attention to what I'm telling you, I also told them to push back, push back when things started happening and things were getting a little tighter. But I said, because you're going to show your oppressor how easy this is going to be. <clears throat> and it's that age old process of the Hegelian effect where the oppressor is going to try something and stand back, wait for a, a reaction <clears throat> because they know the human element has so many variables. It's really hard to come up with a complete, clear, concise plan to enact fully because you just don't know what humans are going to do sometimes, especially under fear and under pressure and hunger and whatever else. They'll just make a desperate move all at once and you'll have this huge uprising stampede revolution. You don't know. So you do it step by step. And if you do it step by step and, incre and incrementally, you know, they'll get used to each step. Like, oh, okay, well, this isn't so bad. Oh, well, it's just this. Okay, I'll just wear the mask. Okay, so I can't go into that restaurant anymore. Okay. And then finally, you know, your country's locked down. The supply chains are interrupted. And if you want to eat, get into the line behind the military truck. Get your shot. Get your chip. Get your papers. Just like they did in Nazi Germany. Then we can give you a little bit of crumbs off of our table. People think that, <clears throat> oh, that can't happen again. That was back then. Okay. You people keep saying that. Because people like me are looking around and they know there's going to be a huge loss of population in the future. And it's going to be because of compliance. The lemmings... You know, those rats in Antarctica that just all get together and like, let's just run across the country and jump off a cliff and swim out into the ocean and drown. It's for the good of the rest of us. That's what this mentality is. The sheeple will go anywhere that they're, lead, they're led into. Just the way we do when we go to the airport, going through those corridors, all in the name of preventing terrorism. Another invisible enemy. You know, we hear on the narratives to trust the science, but the science are in, also in the statistics, and the statistics say there's really not that much to worry about and hasn't been for the last two years. The flu, obesity, heart disease, 
misdiagnosis and pharmaceutical drugs are the huge killers, at least in the United States. What we've been dealing with in the last couple of years is lower on the list. Mindless compliance has always been a huge killer. And we're going to see that one happen again. So people like me who've done our military time and lived through our war zones and other natural disasters, we know that there's a certain amount of people that will go, and we know how to spot those. The ones that want to always sit down in their happy place, you know, and wait for the divine intervention, you know, the the clouds to part, the angels to sing, the beams of light to come down, and and we're all going to just rise up, I guess, you know, into the rapture. That's, That's one group. And the other ones are going to sit back in their now moment and happy space and this consciousness shift. We're all in this together and they're going to sit there and to wait until the oppressor comes up and offers them options. And one of them is to put on the uniform of the oppressor. And those are the people that uh, people like me will see again. They're saying, well, you know, you just you just have to go along with it, you know, or. Sorry, sorry I'm doing this to you. I'm just doing my job. You know, I need to eat too. Well, if you had a spine a while ago, we could have been all eating better and freely. There's the other part of the people. Oh, by the way, when things do change over and get back to the real normal, we need to hold those people who put on the uniform of the oppressor just as guilty as the oppressor. Those people who put on the uniform of the oppressor are no different than the guards, the Nazi guards in the prison camps, the death camps. They're no no different at all and need to be held accountable. Right now in Austria, they're thinking about just ditching the whole Nuremberg Code thing. Think about that. In Austria, you know, where the last Holocaust started, you know, they want to ditch the Nuremberg Code. Brilliant. And they say these things publicly as part of their Hegelian effect. Just to see what the people do. Oh, it was just a pesky paper anyway. A pesky set of rules, you know. Kind of like the American Constitution, right? The next group of people that we see that will take a big loss are the ones that are just frozen in fear. Because in their philosophy, that if they do nothing, they won't make it any worse. Well, no, you, not in the very, very short term. Because the oppressor looks at you, the one frozen in fear, knows you're not a threat and will go right around you to go find more of the resistance. It knows that it can come back and you'll still be there, frozen in fear, not wanting to do anything. You know, because you don't want to confront. You want to stay in your happy place. They'll come for you last. They may or may not offer you a uniform of the oppressor because they gave them all out. Now you're just useless eater. That's what Hitler used to call the older people or the people that, you know, that he couldn't find a use, immediate use for. Useless eaters. Got to get rid of them too. Yeah. Doesn't sound like a very happy picture, does it? Well, yeah, it's probably just all possibilities. But again, like I'll remind you, I'll remind everybody again and again, 
you know, the the difference between conspiracy theorists and the truth is just a matter of time. So the people like me realize that, well, we have to push forward. You know, the American Revolution, I think, only had 3 or 4% of the population that started it, really pushed hard for it. But other people started to see the benefits of it and said, yeah, you know what, we can do this. Right now, I'm living in the great state of Texas. As Texas, there were these people that wanted to be even more free than the early Americans were. And the, the Mexicans said, hey, you can come over here, just give allegiance to Spain and Mexico, and we'll give you more land than you could have over in the early Americas. Americans said, yeah, okay. But then the Mexican government started to act like oppressors, and then they fought, and Texas became its own country separate from Spain, separate from the New America. And then later on, you know, became part of the Union. So we are that spirit. And now I know a lot of people really, you know, making fun of us, the Americans keeping our guns. We seem obsessed with our weapons of war. But when you start to look at states like, you know, Texas, Florida, North Dakota, South Dakota, and a few others that are joining in, People are leaving the oppressive states with the lockdowns and the high COVID numbers and coming to where it's red and free. Why? Because it works. Hear that outside, those roosters? They're taking care of the chickens. They give us nice fresh eggs, chicken eggs, duck eggs. We still do lots of that stuff here out in rural Texas. You know, I was just thinking about the Food Safety Act that... Uh, Obama passed a while back. Read that. It's written in real simple English, as most laws are supposed to be. It's only about 300 pages. Really, really interesting reading about how your family garden could become illegal and a threat to the society. Imagine that, right? They've been working on this project of massive global suppression for a while. And you have to look at the mentality of someone who is so arrogant and audacious that can just say, I think I can run your life better than you can. And I really don't care what you think about it. And if you want to get in my way, I don't think you deserve to live. And this has happened over and over again in human history. And when people, good people, do nothing, you're giving help to the oppressor. And that's what all you good people who are just waiting for things to get better, waiting for the oppressors to act right, waiting for the government who's paid off or scared of the oppressors, waiting for those elected officials that you trusted, you're waiting for them to, to act right. And they're not. When are you going to get that through your thick heads? That's just not going to happen, people. And right now, is about our last chance. So you listen to these words as I told the people back in 2019. Next year, 2022, is the showdown. That's That'll be the final act. Because here we go, year three into 14 days flatten the curve. 2022 is the final showdown and we better start that year like we really want to be free. You really need to do that, people.
because we won't get past that. Right now, so many people want to come to America, so I'm expecting that we, and I want all you Americans to pay attention to this, and matter of fact, I want you to share this podcast if you even so much as remotely agree that this is possible to happen. But we could find ourselves in the middle of a very, very serious and very focused effort to really change you know, our situation, fast and furious, to make sure that the rest of the world doesn't look at us and go, wow, the Americans got it right. We have to, we have to push like they do. You know, the one things all these countries and states have in common, the ones that are in lockdown, they, they're basically unarmed. Yeah, we don't look so crazy about our guns now, do we? America, brothers and sisters, especially my military brothers and sisters, this is what we were trained to do. This is what we swore an oath to. Let's not drop the ball. All right. Let's make this the example for the rest of the world. Let's make this showdown impressive one way or the other. And victory that we can spread out to the rest of the world just like we did in World War One and World War Two, and again put ourselves at the apex of freedom the example um, or we make our final stand in glory but here it is people here's what we've been trained to do this is what we say you know that we really are when we like to give honor to our forefathers and, you know, and our foremothers that were all living in forests and hacking out their life, burying their children along the way. This is what we come from. Let's make our ancestors proud. Let's make sure that all the things that they did wasn't in vain. And as Benjamin Franklin was saying, it's like, we, we have a republic, we just... We can keep it if we really try. But the way that our country and our, our government's designed, we, the people, have to be the active part of it. We, the people, have to be the ones that manifest destiny. We can't trust this to anybody else but themselves. Catch you guys later.